You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Oh my gosh, what is this? (laughs) Oh, it feels good to be back. I've missed you so much. And, you know, (laughs) I operate by the policy of honesty over here because I just really feel like it's so, so, so important for me to express as much humanness as possible because ultimately, the goal and the whole reason why I started this business and this podcast and this mess everything, why I started this was because I wanted to help people feel okay to be human. And if I'm not sharing my human moments, then what the fuck? So let's just dive in. I I have a lot to share with you. And I know that it's just kind of random that an episode is posted. I was planning on doing a whole thing (laughs) to like get excited about the new season release and all this kind of stuff, but it just did not feel right. And I really just missed releasing episodes and diving in that I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start posting episodes again. Uh, A lot has been happening over here. I, (laughs) y'all, starting a business is no joke. I, I mean, I've talked about it on here, but I went full-time this year, and I just was not expecting what happened, I guess. I was kind of in my mind thinking things were going to go way differently, and there's been, it's been hard. It's been amazing. Like, I'm so grateful to have this opportunity and to have, like, to be able to work on my passion and work with you all every single day. Like, that blows my mind sometimes, but... There's also been moments of me laying flat on the ground, just crying, being like, what is happening? (laughs) And I look back at this past year and think, you know, there's been some lowest of lows for me, but also some of the biggest changes and growth and transformation has happened for me this year too. And I'm really grateful for it, but it's just, I'm just navigating all of this and trying to figure things out as I go. And, you know, I think the reason I'm saying all of this is, you know, I was trying to figure out how I wanted to prioritize my time every single day. And, you know, podcasting is, there's a lot of behind the scenes editing and work that goes into it. And it is like a passion project for me. I love doing the podcast. But I think as time went, I just was not managing my day to day the way that I, the way that I know I can now. And the podcast just became one of those things that I was like, I just need to take a break because there's so many other things I need to figure out. And it just became something that kind of got put on the back burner, unfortunately. And over the last few weeks, I've just like sat down. I'm like, man, like I need to bring these things that just bring me so much joy back into my life. And podcasting was one of those things. It just 
not only is it super therapeutic for me, but I just feel really close to you all when I get on here and just (laughs) share all of this stuff. It just feels really personal. And I just love all of you who come from the podcast and um, just take the time to listen to me every single week. And so I was like, you know, I'm just going to bring it back and we'll just see where it goes. Um, and thank you for just being on this journey with me as I figure all of this out. (laughs) You all are amazing. (laughs) I wanted to, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen over the last few weeks or so, or I guess whenever I'm going to be posting this, maybe it's a few days. (laughs) I've been talking about self-care December. And the reason why is because I've been, I struggle with the winter blues hard. And I know a lot of you do too. So many of you have reached out saying, this is me, this is me. And I just think it's really, really, really important to talk about this because, and like bringing self-care into this conversation as well, because it all goes hand in hand. And I just think that so many of us struggle alone when it comes to the winter blues. And I want to change that and just normalize it because it happens. It's, there's, we all go through seasons, and I think sometimes we have these expectations in the back of our mind of what, how we should be and how we should be feeling, that when these seasonal kind of lower feelings come in, there's a lot of like guilt or frustration around, why am I feeling this? I shouldn't be feeling this, and we fight it and resist it and just cause even more um, suffering for ourselves, and it's just unnecessary, and we don't need to do that, and I just want to normalize the, the, the winter blues because I think more people feel it than are, we're admitting, and so you're not wrong for being here. And I also, again, want you all to know that things are not perfect over here. And that's not the expectation. And even though I'm a coach, and even though I am obsessed about personal development and continual self-growth, I still feel this. And the expectation of doing this work is not to get to a place where everything is perfect, where we never feel sad, where we never feel the lower emotions. That's in that's unhuman. Like it's not possible. And if someone tells you that that's possible, run because it's not. It's unrealistic and if we're never sad, if we're never angry, if we're never feeling those emotions, if we're never feeling the anxiety, any of that, then we're not we're, we're bypassing it and we're suppressing the emotions because they exist and they will always exist. This work is more so a matter of understanding when we're in these moments, allowing ourselves to be here, fully feeling the emotion that's coming up and like embracing the uncomfortable so that we can then move forward. Because again, so much growth happens during these moments And if we're being more self-aware and we're more accepting of these lower times, then, and like, like, then we can really learn how to like, okay, I'm in this moment. This is how I'm feeling. I know how to process this emotion. I allow myself to do so. I know what I need to do. I understand the self-care that I need to partake in right now in order to fully, deeply care for myself in this moment. And then we move on. That's the goal of all of this is to lean in and know what to do when we're feeling this way. So I just want to say that. (laughs) 
<laughs> the expectation is not to never feel this. It's to know what to do when these things come up so that it's not resist, 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 push, 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 avoid, 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 explode, which happened to me a lot. Um, and so let's chat about just the winter blues, some self-care tips that I have and things that I've been working on and sort of debunking this phrase of self-care because I think that the phrase self-care has become such a buzz phrase, buzzword, (laughs) which is good. I'm glad we're talking about it, but I think it also creates these weird expectations of what self-care looks like. And I want to talk about what it actually can look like and make it easier for you to apply self-care during these moments of winter blues and to not have these crazy expectations behind what it means. Self-care and this, I did this for so long. I kind of viewed people's like self-care and I heard and I followed people who practice these really in-depth like morning routine and self-care routines. And what I would try and do is like replicate theirs. And then I would find myself like setting these crazy expectations for what my mornings needed to look like, for what my self-care routine needed to look like. And I would wake up not complete really any of it. It would feel super forced and I would completely miss the point of (laughs) self-care, which is ultimately to give yourself what you need in each moment, to give yourself energy, to refuel, to fill up your cup so that you're not operating from empty. It's to really prioritize you and spend time in your body reconnecting with yourself. Ultimately, that is what self-care is. And if we're trying to create this super elaborate list that we get to just cross off and say, cool, self-care completed, and it's copied from somebody else, we're missing the point. We're missing the point. If you do your self-care routine and you still feel the same way you did before you started, it wasn't exactly efficient. (laughs) So a couple of tips that I have around how to make this easier for yourself is number one, don't copy someone else's morning routine or self-care routine. (laughs) If you see someone and they're like, oh, I wake up at 5 a.m. and I meditate through the sunrise for 45 minutes while drinking celery juice and then I put on a face mask and I paint my nails and then I go to the spa and then I do yoga all before 9 a.m. and you try and replicate that because like that person's doing it, it's going to not feel like your own. And again, we're going to miss the point of the purpose behind it. Self-care does not have to be super elaborate. It does not have to be this long drawn out list that looks perfect, that encompasses, you know, celery juice and meditation. And if it does, beautiful, great, but just know that it's your own. You have to find what works for you. This, my favorite, and I talked about this before, but it's so, so, so important and it's really, really, really helpful, but sit down before you, it's like, like, don't do this right before you're about to practice your self-care routine. I mean, maybe you could, but I just like to be prepared. It just helps me make a decision when I need it. So in your spare time, sit down and write out a list of everything that you can think of that brings you joy, that refuels your cup, that brings you energy, that you know feels very nourishing and self-caring for yourself. 
And this can be simple. I'm talking getting a cup of coffee in the morning and sitting on your couch by, you know, if you celebrate Christmas, maybe you have a Christmas tree. That feels really cozy to me. Grab a blanket with a cup of coffee in the morning and sit by the tree with the lights on for like 10 minutes. Easy. Or sitting, just sitting on the couch with a blanket for by yourself for five minutes before you start your day. Maybe it is meditation. And I'm not saying to go through the meditation just to go through it, but really, truly meditating, being with your body, being with whatever is coming up, like being in the meditation, not just for the sake of meditating, but for the sake of being with yourself. Maybe that is celery juice. Maybe that is green juice. Maybe that is um, sitting with your dog or going for a walk or like simple coloring, like simple, simple, simple things that work for you, that you know refuel your cup. Write them all down and give yourself a variety of time lengths, right? Like all the way from like five minutes to an hour. That way when you wake up or when you're in a moment where you're like, man, I'm just feeling lower than normal. How can I best take care of myself? You have a variety of things to choose from in a variety of different time formats, Uh, formats, a variety of different like time sessions (laughs) so that you can plug in what's going to work for you based on your schedule that day. And it's easy for you to prioritize yourself in that moment. Make it easy. Make it yours. Second thing, don't make your self-care a checklist. (laughs) Don't make it a checklist. Again, if you're just if, if you've taken your self-care, if you've taken your morning routine or you've taken these things and you just plug it into your schedule and you just go through it for the sake of crossing it off, for the sake of like checking it off of your to-do list, be careful you're not missing the point. Again, pay attention to how you feel before and after. After you complete a self-care task, you should feel a little bit better than before you started, if not a lot better than before you started. And so if you're rushing through it and making it this thing that we're just checking off and trying to rush through, we're missing the point, missing the point. So just be careful. And to, to make, again, like make it simple and don't make it super elaborate. If it feels rushed and you feel like stressed doing it, maybe take some things off. Maybe just focus on one thing and being, and focusing on being truly present on that one thing. Don't make it a checklist. It's not going to, to work. It's not going to work. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Make it yours. <laughs> again, like I, I said this, I think I've said this before. I've, I've thought this a lot, but I, I look at personal development. I look at just in general, when we are like trying to uh, navigate body acceptance and, and looking for um, a, just a, a routine of sorts or trying to... Uh, just this whole world of, of personal development, I think we sometimes get too much in our heads or that we we have this picture of like what it needs to look like or um, we look at somebody else and we try and mimic what they're doing. But ultimately, the reason why we do this is so that we can feel our best every single day. 
That's the number one goal is to feel our best and to do what we need to do in order to feel our best every single day. And our decisions every single day will look differently based on how we're feeling. And if, if that is the ultimate goal to feel our best, again, it's that like our decisions are going to look different every single day because we're not the same person every single day. And so if we're trying to force something or if we're trying to force someone else's routine or we're trying to just do it to do it, we're, we're missing that goal. So every day, wake up and say, what's going to allow me to feel my best today? Some days you might wake up and feel more energized and excited than other days and your decisions to feel your best are just going to look different than days where you feel a little bit lower. On days you feel a little bit lower, you might need to be gentler with yourself. You might need to take a step back. You might need to um, remove things from your to-do list in order to prioritize rest. On days where you feel more energized and excited, you might fill your, your schedule a little bit more because you're feeling motivated, you're feeling excited, you're feeling good. And so you might be just a little bit more excited to try something different and to, to, to um, really like go for something. <laughs> it's going to look different every day. So allow yourself that process. Stop putting these crazy expectations and pressures on yourself to make things perfect. That's not the goal. It's not the goal. Bring it back to you. Bring it back to you. What do you need in this moment? Remove the expectations. And the last little thing I want to add on to here is it's been something that I've been so aware of the last few days as I'm moving through these lower, sadder moments is watch your social media consumption. (laughs) Watch your social media consumption. I have to put all of my social media in a separate folder on a separate page on my phone. And what that does for me is because I think sometimes grabbing our phone and clicking Instagram or clicking Facebook can be so automatic. We're, we're not even realizing we're doing it until we're doing it until we're three scrolls down. Like, oh, why am I here? When you put it on a different page, it makes it a little bit harder to get to that by the time you scroll over and click into that box, you're like, oh, wait, what am I doing? I, can, I don't need this right now. Put it down. Watch how you feel before and after your social media consumption. If you feel crappier afterwards, get curious. Why? Was I comparing myself? Am I following people that make me feel like shit, that make me feel less than? Um, Did I just spend too much time doing that? What would have better served me in that moment? What am I actually looking for? Am I trying to feel validated? Am I trying to feel important? And am I trying to feel that way through my social media consumption? How can I give that to myself without needing to scroll Instagram? It's so important. Social media it can be such a beautiful thing. I have such a like, weird relationship with, with Instagram and with social media because it can be so amazing and bring so much connection. It allows me to share my voice and to share my message and all of that, and it connects me to you. But it can also be a really uh, hor- horrible tool if we're not using it correctly and if we're allowing it to take away rather than give. And so you're allowed to filter 
who you follow, the, the information that you decide to consume, and when you decide to consume it. And if you're realizing that after you consume social media, you feel worse, you're allowed to change your consumption and how you consume it. Pay attention. Because I know for me, this time of year, my social media consumption really puts me in a weird place if I'm not careful. And when we're feeling lower than normal, we need to eliminate the things that we know quickly put us in that state of worse feeling. (laughs) And that's why self-care is so important. And that's why I say have that list ready because um, when you're feeling this way, you can easily make a decision of what's going to allow me to feel good in this moment and choose that thing rather than social media. And you have it already listed out in front of you. And I guess the last little thing (laughs) I want to say, because I've noticed myself doing this too, is like, I think sometimes when we're feeling lower than normal, there is this like, for me, pressure in the back of my mind. Well, like, oh, well, you should be like reading a personal development book. You should be um, journaling or you should be doing X, Y, and Z. And sometimes while I know that'll be beneficial for me, sometimes it does feel hard. And so sometimes the best that I can do is lay on my couch with a blanket and watch an episode of Netflix or, or, uh, just, just snuggle up in a blanket and, and just be with my thoughts or like just be with a loved one or call my mom or, you know, like just be gentle with yourself, be gentle and just know that as you're moving through these lower days that you have tools and that this is all temporary and that it, what, the more you lean into the uncomfortableness, the more that you come back to yourself, the more that you allow yourself to feel your emotions the easier this will be. Well, I don't want to say easier, but the the faster this will pass and the more that you will learn about yourself and the deeper and more, like you'll feel deeper and more connected. You'll feel deeply, I'm trying to use the word deeply and I don't know if it fits here, but you, you will feel more connected and compassionate with yourself and you'll create a, this is where I'm using it, you'll create a deeper relationship with yourself. And ultimately that's um, that's a really beautiful thing. Oh, I'm so excited to be back, friends. I've missed you, and um, I will just be here every week. Um, For now, I'm going to be focusing just on solo episodes, and um, I'm doing a lot of planning for 2020. There's so many exciting things coming, and um, I'm going to be just shifting things a little bit. I, I know I, in general, talk more about, like, I don't solely focus on body image just because there's a lot of things that like uh, that play into that. Um, so I am going to be expanding into a little bit more of just a little bit more topics. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I have a lot of just so many things coming up for you. So many different resources for you all coming up. Like that's my goal is to create as many resources for you to, to help you, Become who you who you are and express yourself and feel like you and feel empowered in your decisions and all of that. So stay tuned for that. I do want to let you know that I have a free Facebook group right now called, not right now, I just have one. <laughs> it's going to be there for, for a while. 
a free Facebook group called Worthy to Be Me. You can either search that on Facebook or click the link in the show notes, but it's a private Facebook group that I have created where I just share tips and resources and and, and give support on um, just helping you feel like learn how to feel worthy in your skin and speak your truth and feel like your most expressed self. And all through December, I'm sharing, I mean, I'm doing this on Instagram as well, but really going in depth in this Facebook group on self-care tips and how we can um, support one another during the, this, just this time of year, especially with the holidays, especially with the winter blues coming in, that is just going to be such a safe space for us to support one another. So if you want to join in on that group, you can again search Worthy to Be Me on Facebook or click the link in the show note. You can request to join and I will get you in there. Oh, I'm so excited to be back. Thank you so, so, so much for being here, for just being on this journey with me, especially if you've been here since the beginning. Like I appreciate you so, so much. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so, so much for listening and for being here with me. If you want more resources, pop on over to www.stephanie-dankelson.com. And until next time, stay radiant.